the reason why I woke up this morning was not to eat you, but to kill you. That is my reason. Hello, hello. Welcome once more to the Out of the Bird podcast. I am joined today with the awesome and one of a kind Christopher, I almost called you Christopher Sama, Christopher Pierre, Christopher, <laughs> Christopher Sama. Christopher. I'll take <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It'll, 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 it'll. <laughs> Excellent. I am already hearing the applause happening. And it is I, Avery, I'm going to be not hosting, but filling in briefly for Peter as me and Chris have this wonderful conversation, sort of about the Marvel Cinematomic Universe, as well as just general ideas and um, whatever comes into our minds about what's happening over the next couple of months, because there's some big waves happening within the movie industry. Um, I know that things are coming to an end with the end of the year, um, but hopefully we'll see some things that are shaking up and um, hopefully we can get some of these opinions right. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, um how should we go ahead and start off? Uh, well, first, I mean, before we get to any of that, you know, uh, how was your week, Avery? My week was okay. Uh, a lot of moving and things to do, uh, especially with work. We're in person events now, which is a little bit odd considering how um, the pandemic's still a thing. But um, other than that, things are pretty chill. Um, after I said busy, it doesn't make any sense. As you can tell, I'm a little bit caffeinated, had a bunch of sugar before I came here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, things have been pretty chill. How's your week going? Uh, it's been cool, you know, no complaints. Um, my work's been relatively slow as of late, but I mean, you know, like, hey, it is what it is. I'm getting my calculus or just whatever this math class I'm in, I'm, I'm almost done with it now. I think I'm done with it on. November 16th or November, no, November 24th is the official, like, done date. So right before Thanksgiving. Crazy. Nice. But, uh, um, hmm? Like, I know you're taking some upper division math. I'm already, like, feel my stomach getting queasy. <laughs> but you don't have to go into specifics, but um, what, are you, what are you taking now? Do you know? Oh, it's, um, or what is it? It's uh, differential equations. That's what it is. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even feel like I'm learning math, to be honest, sometimes. I just feel like you just regurgitate what you what you saw and then just forget it, basically. I mean, not, I'm not actually forgetting it because you need it later, but it's just like I learn it and then I can't apply it anywhere else except for on this page where they ask this question. No, oh, I can imagine. Like, there's just so much with math. It's like there's different ways you can get the right answer and sometimes it's mostly wrong i know i mostly get it wrong <laughs> so that's part of my frustrations with it but yeah my biggest game. saver savior in math was always uh the show your work <laughs> like well, you got the wrong answer but all, all this here was right so you get like half credit or you get like a uh or you get like 75 percent of the of the point i was just like well thank you i appreciate that no. <laughs> Americans, <laughs> yeah, but like people keep coming over, like, and they just comment how easy our school is and everything. And I'm like, like it throws a bone. Like, what do you know that we don't? You know, right. it, study habits. Like, come on, man. <laughs> uh, I was just looking at some grad school programs and you know, just exploring YouTube because I have nothing to do with my free time apparently. But yeah, guys were talking about, oh yeah, the states have it so easy, blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, and like. Right. So you guys come over and you do it then, all right? That's, that's cool. Get your scholarship. <laughs> it's, it's super easy. Oh, uh, it blows my mind. Uh, but yeah, what was I thinking recently? Oh, yeah, there's just like a lot happening once more within um, MCU or whatever. I don't know the exact terminology anymore. Things keep happening. Apparently, there's a new Eternals movie coming out. Did you know anything about it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I know a little bit. Like the Eternals, never been like a super, super big comic. I think I think recently they started um, it, uh, making issues of the Eternals again. You know, probably for the movie, if I'm not mistaken. And you know, they're probably getting everybody like who actually will read the comic books acquainted with who these characters are because Eternals are in the comic books every once in a while, but you're not you're not really gonna. Uh, not really going to be like, oh, that's Gilgamesh, or oh, that's that's uh, 
uh, whoever, you know, I, I can't think of all the names off the top of my head neither, but it's just like, it's, it's like they're, they're sprinkled through here and there. You'd be like, okay, so you were fighting this guy and you were fighting this guy or this guy was here and this girl was there, you know, like, or something like that. But, like, for the most part, and I don't know if this is going to even come up in the movie, but, like, at least in the comic books, like, the the one Eternal that everybody's just aware of constantly is uh, Thanos. Because he is... Uh, his, his dad is... Well... His his family is like a family of Eternals, and so but he's a uh, rare deviant that just had he oh. like he like he had a recessive gene somewhere in their bloodline that had a a deviant I guess and he picked up that genetic he picked up that uh, genetic recessive trait. Uh, is that why the homie's purple? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. And uh, what about the testicle chin? You know I don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> just, so. I just, they, you know, they're just like, like what if? <laughs> Wait, what if? How do we make this guy look more alien? Oh, let's put a testicle on his chin. That would be a great idea, Tom. Yeah, sure thing, Bill. <laughs> oh, man, that just blows my mind. So, like, okay, so that, there's some mythology behind, um, you know, Thanos and him just being like this world eater of conquering people and stuff i'm like because from what the you guys in the quad have told me about um about his little love affair with death and everything i'm like it starts to make a little bit more sense because you know a lot of those uh superhero stuff has been rooted in like legend almost so it has to get a little mystical at some point so um yeah like what was his do you know who his dad is or something because i I always thought the eternals were like these celestial beings you know just yeah. like the generic term for alien. Yeah, no, like, well, uh, or Eternals are like, there's like, there's three, I think, I think there's like three basic life forms made. Human, which is just generally like the basic life form. The Eternals, which are like humans, but they have superpowers. And then there's the, um, there's the Deviants, who are basically monsters, usually. And the Eternals all have superpowers, but in humans are generally, you know, like weaker, but they have the most potential to like evolve and grow, which is where you get like the people like the X-Men who or or uh, who, yeah, who have like metagenes and stuff like that and who have like potential to grow even beyond like an Eternal. Oh, that's crazy. So, huh. Yeah, I won't like rail your brain too much because I, I feel like a lot of it's like very, uh, very contrite after a while because <laughs> um, it's like how uh, how far can you take this when you're doing the world building? <laughs> it's like yeah. um, you have these guys who already have superpowers, but what about these guys over here who were born with superpowers, you know? And then they're like, oh, what about people above them and people beyond them? So it's always so interesting, like when you actually start breaking down um just like different fantasy genres and putting them together and figure out how they create their um their legends their myths their world building their lore um it's, it's funny because i'm pretty sure like stephen king or somebody like just or somebody stephen king just like pulled some and i feel like he pulled a lot of his world building on from um just comic books in general and whatnot um what was there yeah because like even when you look up the story of like it and how it came to be or whatever and how to sort of like where his brain was like functioning and stuff it kind of has that like uh that insular world building kind of thing where it's like there's the world there's the plane that we know there's space there's the outside dimension and then there's like this dark realm where monsters and extra dimensional beings kind of float and everything and they eventually make their way into our realm and you know that's how you know a lot of these creatures come to exist and then like it makes sense a lot in his um and his stories and whatnot when you got you know cars running around eating people and stuff <laughs> so um yeah it's just uh it's just funny seeing how a lot of people get creative and build things yeah and you know like it like being honest it, it does get like super convoluted like in comic books which granted like it's like it's it's just a giant hodgepodge of like creativity and you're just hoping that it's just going to work like even though there's like the mutants there's also like the inhumans who are kind of like mutants oh, but no. they're not mutants because they had a different genetic trait that made them mutated like 
the vast majority of them, like a mutant and a mutant can have a child and that child might not be a mutant. But typically when an inhuman and another inhuman have a baby, they have like that baby's also going to be an inhuman to have like uh, inhuman powers. What is this Pokemon? <laughs> like, it just you know, makes it's, it's, imagine it's, the like, like that's it's crazy to me. Like, it makes sense, I guess, because um, you gotta like curb some things. But I'm like, if I, if I have a, if I have a genetic trait, you got a genetic trait. I feel like the baby should have a genetic trait. That's something you know special, I guess. Yeah, but, but the mutant gene is supposed to be like a recessive gene. Oh, it's recessive. Okay. Yeah. Something that all right, that makes a little bit more sense. Like it could be like your great great grandmother from five or not great, but like let's say five hundred years ago, your grandmother of that time period uh was a mutant and somehow or another it just passed all the way down straight to you. Typically not that long, but you know, like it just be like it it sometimes it do be like exaggerated, like they be like, Oh yeah, you're the you're the descendant of this ancient queen from wherever, wherever. And she was the mightiest that ever ruled the land due to her great power over whatever. And it, and it just was like, and then you either become some type of benevolent ruler or like some crazy dictator because, you know, all the power went to your head from legacy, which is typically how those stories go. Yeah, it sounds like it. Chris, you are a seventh son of a seventh son who can spin metal or something. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's just like, it gets out of there. It goes in the left field, you know? Oh, man. Like, there's just so much with it. And like, I know I stopped following the X-Men for that specific reason. And like, you miss one episode and there you go. You, you're behind on a whole like story arc, you know? It is tough keeping up with all the experts. Not not talking about the show, but just like in the comic books, because it's just like, yo. So who's who's actually who's actually mute and who's not again? Is he just he just raw like that, or is he is he is he just something else? What is what is going on here? Y'all just y'all are just taking away who's a mutant and who's not. Like sometimes, like um, it's not really spoiler because they're, they're not going to put this in any movie anytime soon. But like. You know who the fan, Fantastic Four is? You yeah, know, like yeah. with, yeah. Uh, Reed Richards and his wife, uh, Sue, had a child and that child, or two children. And one of them, I think, at least one of them, well, both of them, I think, had powers, but like one of them has powers and he's like stupidly powerful. But like, And he was mm-hmm. born, so he was born with his power. So it was just considered he was a mutant until recently. And they were just like, yeah, actually, I've, I've, your powers are so great that you thought you were a mutant, but you're not actually a mutant. But since you can rewrite reality, you made yourself a mutant. So I put something in your mind so you're not a mutant. I was just like, what? <laughs> I was just like, yo, just time out, time out. Y'all, y'all doing too much. You're doing too much with this. Just say he is or he's not. Don't, don't confuse me, man. It's just as bad as, um, uh, once more, I was thinking like you know, like some random anime or whatever, where the guys like, I watched you, um, dude. I, I I thought four moves ahead where I could somehow see the future, but I stopped you from doing what you're about to do because I thought about you or something. <laughs> like, um, perfect example that would be like JoJo or something. Like when a guy is fighting vampires or whatever, they're sitting there reading the future and thinking of putting putting themselves in the other person's shoes or something. And it just doesn't make sense at some point, but you still mm-hmm. watch it because it's funny. <laughs> So, yeah, and like you, oh, man. if you say you're predicting a, a JoJo plot, you're lying to me because like there's no, there's no way you're you're predicting half of the stuff that's going on in there. Just, just, just out of just completely, you know, bare bones, never seen anything about it. There's no way you're predicting what's happening in, in this show, except you know the the uh, good guys are probably win at the end, which is okay. That's shonen. <laughs> so fair. Uh, like speaking of just like. Jojo in general, um, like I was not expecting, um, kind of like a spoiler here, um, was when um, it was like Jojo, I forget what Jotaro, Japanese Jojo, yeah, 
<laughs> he's like, him and his homies are walking across the desert, whatever. You see the memes all the time. But mm-hmm. then you like find out all of them died, and you're just like, what is going on? <laughs> I wonder somebody this, you know. And they're all these overpowered characters. So you're not expecting like much from the battles, but somehow they all just get murked. And it's, and then you find out they're like alive and not alive at the same time. It's, it blows my mind. I'm so just much. the only one I'm mad about. I'm not gonna say it, but the annoying guy that lived in that one bothered me because he was the one that should have died. Oh man, like I was thinking the French dude should have like ate it. That, that's something. exactly who I was talking about. Oh, and I was the one you were thinking. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking you were talking about. I was about, just like, man, uh, he should have died I, ten times over. Wheelhouse wheel. He oh, was uh that, that was Polinera. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. My God, you guy with the like the flat top and the mm-hmm. dome and everything looked like a straight up seventies character. I have no idea where they got that design from. Mm-hmm. But he was something else. Very annoying. Um. But yeah, it was just funny because I was rewatching this and I was like, I'm sitting there thinking like some of these scenes seem familiar to me, right? And I realized I was watching this stuff at on uh, tsunami back in the early 2000s, and I was like, I should not have been watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much, mom, that is that is going off. Right. Um, especially <laughs> like exactly like cause the, the only cause I, I remembered I was watching it when I was a kid, cause um it was like the, the Ponorov sister or whatever, and the, and the field of reeds comes back briefly from the dead. She's like trying to eat him and stuff, and he's mm-hmm. like letting it happen. I'm like, what is the what am I what is this? You know, right. <laughs> Turn to the Tokyo ghoul halfway through, and I'm just like, this is crazy to me. Like he had to break the genjutsu or something. I'm like, I can't, I can't follow the storyline anymore. Like I was okay with like Dio, the Dio story arc, but then like these buff dudes walking around and 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 G strings and everything. And G strings with cherries. Yeah, this like these Amazonian warriors from like some great time before. Oh, yeah. I'm like this. This I can't. I can't follow this season anymore. They're vampires, but not vampires. They're immortal, but they're not. What is this? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No, that that was like you're talking about the uh the I forget what they were called, but they were like the the strongest guys. They were like the strongest species. They were eating humans. Yeah. Yeah, they were like eating humans and they're like super strong and they look the like pillar men, that's what it was, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, excuse me, I'm sitting there mixing up the storylines. Like I th- I'm seeing, I thought that was all one storyline. I'm watching just a different. Oh no, that was that was the uh, that was the season before. Yeah, it's not um, Unbreakable Diamond. Is that it? Is that what it's called? No, Unbreakable Diamond is, is after. Or yeah, it's after that one that you're talking about. I can't remember what that one was called, but that one. Unbreakable Diamond, I think is no wait. Now I'm getting now I'm getting confused too. Hold on, quick quick pod break. Okay, what I got here is uh, Phantom Blood, Battle Tendency, Stardust Crusader. Yeah, Diamond is Unbreakable, and then uh, this one coming up, I guess, is Golden Wind. Wow, they're still continuing this this whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it goes, I think there's like eight JoJo's. What? I feel robbed. I've only seen three so far. I'm, I kind of know about the fourth one, but... Oh, I mean, well, like, the eight in the in the manga, but, like, uh, I think this next one coming out is the fifth season, right? So it's going to be five out. going to be the first uh, female JoJo. <laughs> Just a line of just JoJo's. How many, how many times can you like go ahead and create the name JoJo and try to get something out of it? You know, I've I've honestly been wondering that too, but it just seems like they're just gonna find a reason just to make it work. Which at this point, I've I've accepted. <laughs> I, I've accepted. <laughs> This just, this just blows my mind because like, are they all supposed to be Japanese at some point, or are they all like white dudes? <laughs> the first two were white guys for sure because the first one was english and then the second one was english descent but he was from america 
And then the third one, the third one was have have like he marries Japanese. Yeah, his no, the third one was uh half English, half Japanese. And then okay. yeah. <laughs> That's but, when yeah. you lost me. Oh, and then I guess the fourth one is also uh English and half Japanese. Yeah. Hmm. So much. Like this is just this is turning just into um Gundam for me, and I'm still trying to like get those in order. <laughs> uh good luck with that. <laughs> oh, you're like after I watch one movie or like finish like a season or something, I have to like literally go Google everything that just happened. They're like in 200 years since, you know, um, the, 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 I don't know what it's called, the star Scrater rebellion or something. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. I got you. So none of this is canon. Okay. I just wasted a whole two hours. <laughs> awesome. You, know? <laughs> like, just you don't waste your time. Me. If it's good though. If it's good, then it wasn't a waste of time. Right, you're right. Like the fact that I'm still talking about some of those things is is pretty good. Like, oh, Char, the Char Rebellion. Like, this dude, Gundam. You know, I won't even go into it because it's just what forty something years worth of material. <laughs> it is a lot of Gundam. Whole lot of Gundam. Yeah. It, at one point, it was like three or four different. I feel like Gundam shows coming on two nine. It felt like. Yeah, like, I can't even remember any of them. I just know, like, a white Gundam is supposed to be, like, some special class. You always. Know, yeah. Weapon thing. And then yeah. the black Gundam is always special, too. Mm. Yeah, like, I stopped following it after they got the Pegasus, and I was like, is this turning into Yu-Gi-Oh! all of a sudden? Like, I have no mm. idea what's happening anymore. Like, the characters are not even the same. I don't like this new guy who complains all the time. It reminds me of a Sh- Shinji from, like, you know... Neon Evangelion or something. So, speaking of Neon, for all my fans out there, there is um, a reboot that's coming up. Um, they changed some things from the original manga, which is going to be nice. And um, I heard some of them got slightly better outcomes. Just, that's just throwing it out there for you. Yeah, that's nice. I've been, I've been, I think I've told you this uh, off air before or off mic before, but um, definitely been meaning to get into Evangelion. Even if even if the endings are weird or not good, I still just always just wanted to see if, you know, at least for myself to judge. Mm. And then I'm, you know, if it's if I like it at all, maybe I'll watch that uh watch that remake. Or maybe if I hate it, I'll still watch that remake. <laughs> like I hope they made this better. <laughs> oh man, like um the remake is mostly just for like, you know, graphics. Not graphics. Wow. But, you know, just for like better like animation and whatnot and bringing things up to speed and date and kind of closing up a handful of loopholes. But it's still just as depressing. <laughs> Understandable. Is it already yeah, out? Like, yeah, it's out. It's on um, Amazon right now. And I think yeah. you can like bootleg it from a few other places, too. But, um, yeah, they added um, Reina and... I'm sorry, they added Mari and another character um, that you see briefly in the original series, and the fandom loves them. I just want to say, I have I don't get it. There's like this weird sexual tension between these two guy characters, so like Sasuke and Naruto. Uh-huh. Um, there's a rumor floating around that somebody is somebody else's like baby mama or something. It's really weird. Like fan theories go crazy. Oh yeah, but, fan, yeah fan, fandoms go wild. <laughs> fandoms go yeah, wild. like because they. They 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 pull things out of the out of left field and try to string it together real quick and it's just where are you getting this from, man? It's just as bad as um as what BDSP and you know the new Pokemon remakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like um apparently all the villains from all the villains and main characters from um the Diamond and Pearl, you know, Game Boy Advance game or whatever are supposed to be descendants from these same characters like thousands of years before in Arceus Legends or whatever. So, um, yeah, they that that was just a nice little way for them to get around building new character models and assets and giving them cool stories and everything. They're the exact, they're the exact same character from each of these people. So, um, yeah, a little bit lazy writing, but nice job, Nintendo. <laughs> You know, you got to apply the quote-unquote creative creativity, though, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, it just it blows my mind because even the story arcs are exactly the same from the BDSB and the, and the original. So I'm just like, this is this is lazy. At the end of the day, this is lazy. So um, there is a rumor that we will or may not see um, Cynthia as the as the champion for Arceus, um, but there there's going to be a, like a, a nod to her a little bit later. That would yeah, be creepy. It just was like, oh yeah, you know, I just been. I went back in time to stomp you out. <laughs> I went back in time to stomp you out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then, like, they had the nerve. <laughs> like, she was one of the worst um, champions in general, with, um, as far as Pokemon's concerned. Mm-hmm. But um, that wouldn't be, like, the craziest thing that's happened, because they just confirmed a portal theory. <laughs> How there's, wow. like, two or three different timelines all in the same... Um, universe so i'm just i don't know what they're going to pull out of their butt for this one considering how arceus is supposed to be evil and um there's like this evil energy sort of like um pokemon shadows xd or whatever mm-hmm. you know we had to go still, um shadow pokemon and turn them normal or whatever it's just oh yeah i'm recycling a lot mm-hmm. yeah so i'm still gonna buy it and play it like a sucker but I don't know. I'm I'm just a little annoyed with Nintendo at the moment. Yeah, but you know, it kind of makes sense why they had that portal theory too, though. I just thought about it. And I mean, it, it's still kind of lazy, but like, you're definitely going to probably be able to like transfer over those Pokemon to... Uh, there's another Pokemon game that's coming out like really soon. I don't remember what it was, but it'd be, it'd be weird if you can't transfer over Pokemon from two new games. That come, I think they were like in the... I only remember this because, like, they were coming out basically, like, within two months of each other. It was a remake game. It was, uh, was it, or they, did they remake Diamond and Pearl? Was that it? Yeah. <clears throat> they yeah. Made, remade Diamond and Pearl and they um, dropped it on the same day as uh, Arceus. Yeah, see, so it, it'd be, to me, it'd be ridiculous if you had, like, these games come out and then they weren't, like, like, the Pokemon in them weren't compatible with each other. Like, you couldn't, like, transfer them over that'd be weird mm. like um i heard we were getting like a few new forms um and pokemon arceus for like these Hiswayan forms of the pokemon so like Growlithe and um a few of the starters are getting different alternative forms or whatever it looks interesting um i'm just like i kind of just don't want them to bring something new to the series and just have it be erased very similar to um the mega evolutions and then they're like okay let's gigamax it and i'm like what <laughs> my favorite guys didn't get the, the the mega evolution like come on um what else what else oh uh i guess since we're kind of talking about like uh creative type stuff or like i guess stuff or in a creative sphere uh if you could and you could take your time on this, and I might edit out part of this too if we if we take a long time. But like, um, if you could, what is like one thing with no like money restrictions at all? Would you make just like creatively, like whether it be like a video game or a movie, a TV show? What would you do? And and if it like, what would be like? I guess what would it be about? It, not, not nothing deep. But like just you know, like the type of game or type of movie, whatever. Book. Oh man. <clears throat> um, honestly, I would probably just make horror movies, <laughs> just like B-rated horror movies that would have some interesting um storylines to them. Just you know, just to challenge you to sort of like think a little bit. Uh not like just a slasher, but um I have like a, a thing for horror movies. I want to see that um that that spark come back to the movie industry personally. Um, I mean, you kind of see that with Halloween a little bit and uh, just like the Scream franchise, like they're dumping lots of money into this because they're trying to keep it alive versus um, versus like some of the sorrier ones that came out a little bit earlier this year, if that makes sense. So that, so yeah, that. I like I like that answer too. Because I'm not even going to lie to you, I didn't expect like a horror movie type thing from you, but like I could definitely see it. If that makes sense, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like um, I don't, I don't. When I look at you, I don't think, oh, this guy, he, he might be able to make like something like some some 
court, like, and I, I don't never think about that, but like, if I were to, I definitely wouldn't, you, you wouldn't be the first person to come to mind, be like for a horror content, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm just talking about like you personally, like, I don't know if I know anybody better to make that out of the people I know. Well, thank you. Thank you. Very I, much. I definitely feel like you could uh, you know, like be in your bag trying to make that type of stuff. You got good. Yeah, you got like, a <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Probably one of those nerds that takes it too seriously, and then be like, "It's <laughs> art," and like no one else will like really care or anything. Um, but like, just to, like a few good examples was um a couple of those like films on Netflix. Um, I forget what it was. I forget what they're called. Um, but they always had like sort of like a glamour to it that makes it like kind of funny just because it just happened and um it's a little out there. Like uh there's this I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's like these this couple that clearly hate each other. One's like a director and the other's an actress. And you know, there's a Swedish movie. They're driving up to this cabin and they're married, they're trying to like revitalize their um their marriage and all this other stuff. So the whole time of the car ride, they're just insulting each other. <laughs> and, you know, and they come together um, through some dark humor and um, that keeps their relationship going. And um, the whole time they're just having like this normal dating kind of thing where they're um, cooking together and they're cleaning up this this cabin and all this other stuff. And <laughs> then you see the, 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 the husband go off and he's walking around in the woods, picking up a bunch of rocks, putting them in a bag. And you're like, okay, what's going on, right? So um, the wife kept his wind of it and she figures out that he's trying to murder her and so she starts um getting her stuff together too so um i won't spoil too much but it's just like the first 20 minutes of the movie but their whole time they're sitting there blaming each other and why the relationship fell apart and um how they got to the point of um trying to murder one another and it's just really funny um just seeing how their their minds work and the creative vision behind it but uh yeah i'll just i'll just leave it there Man, yeah, no, that sounds of, nuts. It's, it's a lot of stuff <laughs> going on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's out there. Like, it's I'm like, I went, I thought it was a twist when I didn't see it coming, <laughs> but you can kind of guess what's going to happen. Um, but it just, it's really funny because it just keeps getting wilder and wilder. And um, yeah, they keep bringing in different characters and moving in different scenes. And it just makes it really alive and whatnot. That's what's up, though. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- I mean, like when I say nuts, I don't mean like yo, that's like that's crazy. I mean, like that's that's just like dang, <laughs> like wow. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, I'm I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> just, just and the fact that he was like, collecting rocks in the bag. Yeah, he was collecting the rocks because there was a um, there was a there was a lake, a big lake <laughs> in the next of the yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cabin. So as soon as you said out. rocks, I, yeah. my head automatically went to lake. Honestly, exactly. I was like, "Oh, he's yeah, he's, so, he's one of them." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because like even when he was about to um to to murder his um his wife or girlfriend or whatever, he couldn't bring himself to do it, and um he had to like get up, but he had to get like really drunk to be able to um work up the courage. But um, I won't say anything after that because um of course it doesn't happen or else we wouldn't have the movie. But um, yeah, it's just it's it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Well, what about you? What would you do if you had the creative vision? I get the feeling it has something to do with comedy or comedy sketches. What's up? Uh, probably. <laughs> I could definitely see myself uh, doing something like that. I don't know if I ever uh, express myself that way on here or if I ever come off that way. But I do. I am a, a lover of comedy as opposed to your uh, your horror movie type stuff. But I I could definitely, I definitely feel like I would like to do, if if I could, like a, a comedy sketch type thing. Because it's, it's just, I don't know, it's just, I don't know whether I feel like I'd just be like compatible with it, or if I just feel like I just would want to do that, if that makes sense. I don't know if it's whether it just, I feel like I have the talent to, or whether it's just a desire to, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, I'm starting to realize that, like, you know, when you create something, it's very personal and you, you know, I think I said this before in this podcast, you create something that's very personal and you give it out to the world and you're kind of hoping and praying that they like it. Mm-hmm. And um, if they don't like it, it's very, like, you know, it's kind of like one of those things. Like, I think it's just more of like exploitation, not exploitation, um, 
exploration, you know, just trying to figure out what, what your niche is in a way. Yeah. And it's like, I, I've never really been like one to harp too much on uh, like what others think. Uh, well, I take that back. Like after we started this podcast, I started to harp on that a little bit, but like, I'm, I'm cool now, I think. <laughs> but um, it doesn't really bother me. And it, it never really has personal, like what, what other people think about me is never, never really affected my mood too much. Cause I can't, control what other people think like i could i could be the nicest guy in the world or i could be the most right person in the world somebody could you know think the complete opposite of me and i'm might not change regardless of what i do or say to them but i mean like it is what it is I, i've never and i've never I felt compelled to change people's minds about me either i'm just i i don't i don't feel like it's, it's my job to make you see me in a better light unless you know like it's for like a job or something in that case, you know, like that's that's my money, <laughs> but um, not not like in like a personal aspect. Yeah, I got you, and that's like a most of, that's like a good position to have in general, um, especially when you, you are moving in and out of the world because like really no one cares what you do as long as you're not you know hurting or doing anything else um, to other people, you know. Um. But what kind of like sketches would you do? Would they be like, you know, dark humor? Would they be self-depreciating? Would they be poking fun at? Would they be satirical? Like, pay me a picture. Uh, probably, probably uh, dark humor. Maybe, maybe a little self-deprecating uh, here or there. You know, like I don't know. It's just like I just, hmm. I feel like. Yeah, I definitely feel like I would do either like dark humor or just like a random humor because that's just kind of like how I am. Like I'll just be doing something regular and then next thing you know, I'm just, you know, you you know, like my creativity, like I like we'll be having a regular conversation and then like I'll just go into like a monologue about how I'm going to uh, send you to the middle of the ocean for, I don't know. Saying we uh, saying the instead of the or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, something stupid. Yeah, it's you very, know. <laughs> yeah, you have this, like this, this you Gerard, like um there's a couple other people in the quad, um, or just in our friend group who have that that weird spontaneousness to them. And it's great because you guys do a lot of freehanding. Uh like one person will go off doing something and then you'll go off doing another thing. You guys kind of like play off each other's energies really well. <laughs> Like I still, I still remember that time while we were in the quad or whatever, and um, start somebody broke out in like Japanese, and <laughs> you got on the floor. <laughs> I won't say too much, but you. <laughs> I forgot about I that. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe you just did that. Like, you just, like I thought you were Japanese there for a minute, and I was like, "Whoa, what? It's got what's going on here?" You know, <laughs> down. I was, I was done. But it was, um, it was that kind of uh, that example. <laughs> that yeah, I remember too, that. You, know? you and Mike just walked into the room, and it was me and Gerard, and mm. then he was just like, I just saw his energy. Was just like, man, I gotta match that. <laughs> so I just was just like, okay. <laughs> just so I, so I did. Well, I'm not gonna, you know, talk about it too much, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I was like the both of you were just like on a different level. I was like, did they practice this? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was, I was completely prepared. random. <laughs> it was oh, <laughs> I just remember you and Mike walked into the room and then for whatever reason he just decides to jump on his bed. I'm just like, I gotta match this. Instantly in my head, it just, but it it felt it felt like it worked. <laughs> it was natural, like that's what all I'm saying. Like I haven't not laughed that hard before in a while, <laughs> but uh, yeah, because that's what I was thinking of when you every time when you say comedy, I, I'm thinking like um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm I'm thinking like not not exactly stand up or the traditional sense of um, oh no, I don't think I like, can stand you know, up Seinfeld or whatever. But um, 
I feel like you would, you would incorporate, you know, just like the general jokes and then you'll like take it to a different level by acting it out too, which mm-hmm. makes it a lot more fun. Oh, like a sketch show sort of like a SNL or something. Yeah. Old Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie to you. That's honestly how I live my life. Like I'll see something and like y'all on here. know I don't really talk that much, but like, and I might, or, or I might hear something and I might not even be saying nothing, but like in my head, I'm, I'm doing like a sketch. Or doing or like plan that out, like if, if it was in a sketch or something like that. Perfect. Man, that is, <laughs> that's really cool that you even do that. I mean, like I do that sometimes with like just the general writing or whatever. And, you know, it's one of those things like you're like, am I kind of crazy? Like, what's going on here? And then you have to mm-hmm. like Google it or talk to other people. And you're like, oh, okay. They all do that stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, just just lunch to accept and you'll be, you'll be normal. <laughs> For sure. And like, <laughs> and um, so this is really weird because, like, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but like, just even the studies for how we um, think about speech and um, how we, you know, how we normalize internal thinking and uh, sort of like our internal voice and everything. It's very, um, it's weird. <laughs> very weird. Um, a lot of us go ahead and revert to um, what was it? problem solving um when we speak to ourselves because that's how we were taught when we were kids or something you're like your mm-hmm. parents may walk you through oh this is how you tie your shoe first you pull this string and then you put it together and then you make a loop or something you know um some people just don't even have the voice in their head which is a little bit unnerving if you ask me right um <laughs> yeah like there's nothing floating around in your head like what's going on you know right um but just silence yeah, is it just just absolute silence. I guess is one of those reasons why um, certain individuals can uh, meditate a lot easier than others. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I definitely look it up if you have some free time. It's, it's a little weird, a little scary. Um, some of it you realize is like just marginally crazy <laughs> when you get down to it, like they're actually hear voices and stuff. But um, yeah, a lot of interesting conversation there yeah for sure i actually watched a video on that uh yesterday too i was already aware of it but it was just like it's still just like so so foreign to me just like you don't hear yourself think like you or rather you don't really think like that like at least not in the sense that that we do like we we we're thinking out whatever situation we're in but you don't hear that in your head and that's yeah it's completely um no go ahead oh no <laughs> I keep I was... hearing this delay so i'm trying to like match you oh no you're fine I'm, I'm i'm seeing it on my end too it's it's the darn you zoom <laughs> uh but uh yeah i think it's the hour so what no i think it's the hour there's a lot of people on that get online late for yeah. some reason yeah, for sure. Actually, yeah, that that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I actually forget what I was saying. You were talking about how um, when you think, you don't actually think you're thinking. Oh right, um, yeah. Yes. Speak or something. It's completely mono, mon something, monocentric. It's like um, sort of how we perceive sound. It's very weird and strange. Yeah, and it's just like I really can't imagine going through life and not hearing my voice in my head, like as I think. Cause I'm I'm very like to myself person, as I've stated on here several times already. I'm I'm gonna stop. Um <laughs> but like I I think out everything that I do before I do it. And like pretty much everything I say before I say it. So I can't Imagine not hearing myself like respond to what you're saying in my head before I actually say it. Yeah, it's such a out of body experience. <laughs> like when you put it in perspective or really think about it, um, I'm I'm starting I'm like I'm starting to realize that it's it's sort of like an active voice. It's very weird because like that's you. That's how you perceive yourself. But when mm-hmm. you actually explain yourself out in person, out in the world or whatever, and you start interacting with things, it starts um, kind of shifting the dynamic of um, what you think you are, you know? Um, I don't know the exact word for it. It's very, 
yeah, I keep using the word strange, <laughs> but you, it's it's one of those things. No, but like Constant at least at least to us who like actually hear our thoughts, like that would be like strange because it's just like well, like because you know like if I'm you know going to this completely blind and not like taking into like other people are like different than everybody and just you know just thinking just you know tunnel vision wise just like so how do you live in life how do you how you do this how do you do that like clearly people are living life with this just like that you know because <laughs> otherwise it's a pretty decent amount of the population that doesn't hear themselves think and it's just like you don't realize that the person next to you might not actually hear themselves think which is why they just like i don't Standing know there. yeah it's it's very weird like um because i was reading um I was, doing, I was doing some like public policy research or whatever and then um they were talking about how you write emails and sort of like how persuasion works and just other things like that and a lot of the studies were um were basically displaying that um that people uh, that most it was like 90s once more these numbers are probably inflated because you can never actually trust them mm-hmm. um as far as statistics are concerned um but they were saying like 95 percent of people in emails are um are what was it visual um visual learners visual interactions so um particularly when you're using your word choice of like oh it's so great to see you blah 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 you like you're conveying an idea to this person to get them to um be a little bit more fluid when you're interacting with them it's really weird the other side is like thinkers some are other other people are feelers and there's something else it's you can usually spot them by how um, how they construct their emails and whatnot yeah no and i've definitely noticed that too because like i i have to send a lot of emails for my job and so like when i'm emailing somebody like hello versus i good morning or a hey such and such mm-hmm. you know like the energy is different because like there's there's yeah. a uh there's a familiarity with a uh hi or a hey there or a good morning as opposed to like a hello uh such and such you know mm-hmm. yeah but even like the um when you start like breaking it down into syntax and just how you know how long these um these sentences should be and what kind of words you should use. It starts getting a little bit like science and you're like, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to figure out which works here for this puzzle. But um yeah, I just use like a blanket and like neutral expression for most of these emails because I never know who you're speaking with. Yeah, but um oh, what, what am I thinking about? Let's just like so much stuff to talk about i feel like i haven't spoken to you about yet <laughs> so i'm trying to like catch up yeah, bro like we we be having the most random conversations sometimes it, which i love yeah like so i feel like i could talk to you about great, great. it's nice to know someone appreciates it because i'll be texting somebody a random idea and they're like what are you talking about you were doing something else like a week ago you're crazy <laughs> you're neurotic get out of here like i get it it's weird human experience is weird all fleshy brain things and water sacks. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, but I'm 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 always here for it because it's just like I'm I'm somebody like I don't how do I say this? I don't I don't engage necessarily unless I know like what type of energy you're 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 gonna give off like or it it if that make, if that sounds clear, I, that might have sounded weird. Um, you know how the person will engage almost while well, you just use that word. You know how the person will respond when you're interacting mm. with them. Yeah, yeah, that that's 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 better said, I think, because it's just like I don't know. Sometimes I, I I might send like I don't know some stupid YouTube video, and I know one of our friends who shall remain unnamed to be like, okay. So, so what? As opposed to like you, you'll be like, you'll have like a full conversation and dialogue about it. Be like, yo, so it's weird that that praying mantis was on that guy's shoulder for like five minutes. That's crazy. (laughs) You know, so which that was an actual video I saw the other day, which is nuts. 
Oh, man. <laughs> like, I get bored sometimes, and I'll be in, like, the annuls of YouTube or whatever, like, the places you shouldn't go. I was mm-hmm. listening to, like, this... Um, this 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 guy explaining the weird biology of like a praying mantis, and I will never touch one ever again. Praying mantises are kind of scary, to be honest. Yeah, they're frightening. <laughs> like, um, it's like beyond their like psycho looks when you look at their eyes or whatever. They have like these; they're just vicious. Like they are like these killing machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Um, like even when I was interacting with um with the snake handler the other day, he like the snakes were like easy. They were predictable. Like there were most of them were boas and um hog noses and a couple of others, you know, like pet pets. Mm-hmm. But um like the moment they showed me the 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 praying mantis, I'm like, there's something unnatural about that thing and it needs to die. <laughs> like it literally looks like it's like made to kill you. Exactly. Like um I don't. I don't. I don't need to explain much because I know you'd probably already know. But like to our our listeners, our viewers, like, they have these. Um, their claws are are like got spikes on the inside of them, so they sort of work like fish hooks or something. So you mm-hmm. can't escape while tearing yourself up. And they like some of them have poison. Others are like I don't know. There's just like these hardcore ninjas in in insects, which makes them really cool. <laughs> Quite a frightening, you know. Oh yeah. Super frightening, but it's just like they like they you're right because they they legitimately look like I'm going to kill you. (laughs) My the reason why I woke up this morning was not to eat you, but to kill you. That is my (laughs) I'm here to to decapitate and drink your blood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, um, that's Brem Stoker. Never mind. That's not related. And I was thinking of Dracula, and I was like, whatever 19th century book that I just finished. And I was thinking, oh, I finished a picture of Dorian Gray. That's not a that's not a book that's related to vampires. <laughs> oh, one thing that we at Alderberg Podcast have to do better is uh timing for like holidays and stuff better. Cause um by the time this comes out, Halloween is already gonna have passed and we could have did yeah, something for Halloween Sunday. as well, but I completely and utterly forgot until like, like an extra scary episode on, you know, horror movies or just like, you know, near death experiences or supernatural or something weird <laughs> would definitely be a lot of fun and entertaining. Oh, yeah, yeah we could definitely do that actually. Hmm. Then I can do my whole spiel just like the godfather of, you know, modern day zombies, but whatever. I think he, like, he passed like nine years ago, so it's not even relevant. Sheesh. <laughs> oh, um, I just finished uh, Zombieland, too. It was, it was different. Definitely pretty interesting seeing all the characters like grow up and whatnot. I mean, okay. it's only been like what nine years, but it was just funny seeing an older Emma Stone and the little baby kid from um, Ah Sunny. You know, you know, not helpful. I'm blanking out, but um, no, you good? Yeah, it was just nice to see. It. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's. Oh, cool. I saw. Um, I think I saw the first one, but that was also like at least seven years ago. <laughs> so. I'd be lying to you if I said I remember um, the plot exactly. Dude, there, it, the plot was all over the place. Even the second one didn't make sense. I'm like, literally, what am I watching right now? That was, you know, it came out back when the zombie craze was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's white humor, which doesn't always translate well. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. There was some good stuff there, all the same. Let's get this. <laughs> Yeah, um, I know we were speaking a little bit offline, but do you you don't have any um, crazy plans for this Halloween, do you? No. Oh, I, I thought of another question. Sure. If yeah, so basically, this whole episode, you and I, two black men, have been talking about stuff in creative and I guess I guess it's safe to say like nerdy spaces. Have have you? Have you had any like difficulties with that? Like, do, or do you feel like that challenges your blackness at all? 
Um, sometimes, like I remember, um, of course, like I watched like this liberal news channel. Um, it was like CBS. Oh yeah, CBS in the morning or something. They have this like this this guy. Um, I forget his name, but he he has this late night talk show. Or whatever, it's not late night. It's like at seven thirty. But um, I'll, I'll think of it. I'll send it to you. But um, this guy, you know, he's kind of he's a lot nerdier than the rest of us. And um, he was basically talking about like one of those conventions um, for like superheroes and whatnot. And he was featuring other black um, people who cosplay and everything. And um, they had the same question. And um, yeah, and there's just like difficulties. He told you I'm tired. I'm literally beating around the bush. I did not need you to give you all the information <laughs> from ABC and finally get the D. But uh, yes, to answer your question, it does feel a little bit challenging at times, um, especially when you're trying to connect to other individuals um, who may or may not look like you. And they're just like, what? What's, why are you talking to me? You know, it's a little annoying, but it is what it is, you know. No, yeah. And I... I can I can definitely say that like I've never I've never had a hard time with it mostly I just cuz I don't know maybe it's my face and that people never really questioned me on my blackness at all or maybe my demeanor <clears throat> I don't know but cuz I've never I've never had the fact that I like anime or that I uh like to read comic books or anything like that Granted, not everybody, you know, asking about the comic book type thing as much as they are like anime or mm-hmm. uh, yeah. what's up? No, it's just curious. So you almost have to be uh, you almost have to like anime to be black now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anime or like, like facts, though. <laughs> yeah, like you have to at least watch like the Holy Grail, which is like Naruto, Bleach and like One Piece. Mm-hmm. Trinity. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the, uh, the anime oh, holy like, trinity exactly like, the amount of times I've run into some nerd some little 10 year old kid who's seen Naruto or whatever he's like I'm gonna be Naruto blah 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 and I'm like you don't know what it is to be Naruto <laughs> that's what I'm sitting <laughs> thinking the whole time like you weren't there you know watching it when you were a kid you know as the show was coming out I got I got bragging rights okay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it, I remember I uh, I was actually listening to this uh, black podcast. They they but they're an anime podcast, and mm-hmm. they were doing like this live basically. And one of the people that they brought onto the live was uh, like a dude. He was like twenty two years old. He was just like, yeah, you know, I feel like people overhype Naruto and they do this and the other. He was just like, well, who's still overhyping Naruto? You know, like people. It was like, okay, well. And he was like, you know how Naruto ended like a year ago or two? I'm just like, no, Naruto ended like 2016. And then they were like, how old are you? And he was like 20. He either said 20 or 21. I forget. And then they just like stopped busting out laughing. They're just like, okay, so you just got old enough to watch Naruto like two, three years ago. That's what you telling me, little boy. You better get out my get out my podcast <laughs> talking about that little dumb Ooh. stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> Like, uh, when did what did anime really start? Was it like I mean, I mean, before it became mainstream anyway? Anime, you know? like, like you talking yeah. about like actual anime, like when it start or when yeah, it like came to the U.S. When it came to the U.S. and got like super popular, because I'm like, I always thought it started over here, like when with you know Dragon Ball Z and all them, like back in the '80s or whatever. Yeah, but uh, it was probably like you know, like like a Voltron. Or Speed Racer, Speed Racer's anime. Oh, so, and and that was super popular too. So it's it's really hard to say. I don't know what what exactly was the first one in uh, the states, but anime's always been around here. It's just you didn't know it was anime because everybody thought like, oh, this is just cool looking different cartoon that's also old, you know. So and and yeah. anime really just means animation, but people people states wise and maybe. Like and everywhere else but Japan, be like not nah, anime straight from Japan, but it's it's just it's just animation, which is fine. It 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 does it doesn't like it. I guess we we associate anime with the Japanese branding, as opposed to like you know just general cartoons. I got you. Huh. 
Um, yeah, I just totally derailed. What were you saying about, um, you were saying, oh, does anime being a nerd question your blackness and whatnot? Oh, oh yeah. Like, those types. Of yeah. But yeah, no, I've like, I like, I don't get me wrong. I definitely felt like self-conscious about it, but I've never, no one's ever challenged me or made me feel inferior because I like, like nerdy, yeah. quote unquote, nerdy stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. I like, I never like really got that, but you know, it's like, oh, you still like Pokemon. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I only, you know, speak, I only go into further depth when I know someone else is already like interested or said something else that referred to it, things like that. And just tell that person, well, I have a passion and you don't. You're just an empty husk of a person. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, nah, but then but that, ever... that's when you get mentioned in their therapy. <laughs> I'll see you all in therapy. <laughs> yeah, SpongeBob. I mean, I like, um, I've gotten into this weird habit of like, I'll, I'll watch like a very old anime or something really niche or whatever. And then I'll just like follow it on um, Reddit for like a good month and a half. And then I get my fill and just like delete the, um, the community. But uh, there's a lot of nerds online. It's like they live and breathe there. Breathe there. Oh, bro. I remember, um, I don't know, like 2000. 2009 2010 and my brother and my brother and I still you know like heavy into like AMVs you know like looking at stuff on like anime AMVs and stuff and Linkin Park is on like every one oh, okay. <laughs> so it's just like it, it you know like after a while I it, I'm pretty sure he was too but like after a while you know like I would start to look up stuff about like these animes and stuff and so uh like after a while just like trying to look up stuff I would be like sentenced to like these uh, geekdoms and stuff like that. Just looking at these communities, like listen and looking at their arguments and stuff. And it's just like, this is intense. I am. How old are you in ninth grade? 13. I'm 13 years old and I'm reading all this. And I felt like, you know, this is too much. <laughs> this is too much for the show. Cause I just remember like, exactly. like look like somebody had like, almost what seemed like a page worth of stuff. Like it was like multiple posts just after each other, just like going on this tirade about something or why. Uh, I honestly think it was about why uh, Sailor Moon was better than Goku, whatever, which, okay, that's fine. Cause I, I think that is actually oh, real. Like she, she's better than Goku, which I've, I, I don't care that it's never affected me. And, yeah, like because because at the end of the day it's still fiction and you know like Sailor Moon tough so okay but um somebody just had to get in their point that Sailor Moon was better than Goku and I was just like after after reading maybe two or three posts and scrolling down saying they had like four or more I was like you know what I'm I'm good off of this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still looked at different fandoms and stuff, but I was just like, I'm never going to be on these because <laughs> it's so intense. Oh my it, it is so intense. Like, um, I was exploring the uh, the Kingdom Hearts fandom um, recently, and it, there's just so much like hate for Persona fans and um, some other weird acronym that I can't pronounce. And I'm just like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, this is like some, it's just some next level stuff right here. Perf- Persona hate is real, and it's the is it JRPG? Is that the hate for it? Um, I think it was like STSF or something, and I'm like, I have no idea what that means, and I'm a nerd, like, I don't understand that. STFX, um, STS, or something dumb. Probably look it up, but I don't want to risk the brain power for it. Oh, yeah, no, don't, don't, don't. Whoever whoever out there knows yeah, it, you I know, mean, put like, put it down I, in the it, comments, put it down in the chat. Please. I appreciate you. I love you and I thank you. But um nice. oh yeah, you know, I gotta cover all the bases. Um yes, always, always. But you know, I, I maybe maybe no one ever uh, challenged me either, because I guess like just even in middle school, and I don't really ever feel like I did anything. 
like worthy to be like called it, but like people will say, like, Chris, you're kind of a jock, huh? And I was just like, I don't know, am I? <laughs> That's just kind of like my attitude toward even even uh even in high school. And they were like, Well, Chris, you're the you're the nice jock. I was just like, all I do is play football and go home. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that constitutes for anything. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Hey, at least you guys like cool points. I was literally part of band, geek, nerd, trifecta, whatever it was. I did everything except theater because after those guys. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about, or should we? Uh... So thank you so much, guys, for coming here and listening to us. Basically, talk a little bit and geek out and nerd out about some of the things that are happening. Um, just for superheroes and anime, some of the things that are very passionate to us. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. And we're going to go ahead and close out with a few of our socials. I'm going to go ahead and let Christopher take the floor. Um, where can they find you at, Christopher? Christopher Sama. Chris. <laughs> Christopher Sama. Uh, you can catch me at on Twitter at BigChris underscore 57 and on IG, you can find me at Everybody Loves Chris. What about you? And you can find me, Avery, at. No. Um, you can find me, Avery, at. Wow, I'm drawing a blank. And Avery Cooper, capital K O O P A, on IG and everything on um, Twitter. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. We'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah. Oh, stay black, stay woke. <laughs> oh yeah, stay black, stay woke. How did I forget that one? <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Out of the Break podcast. We're available on all podcasting platforms, and we ask that you like, comment, share, and subscribe, as well as hit that notification bell. That way, you'll be notified whenever we release a new video. And as always, we like you. We love you, but we got to go. Bye.